Good morning. Good evening. And good afternoon. Welcome to another great episode here with on or with the Bro Taste This Boys. Brought to you in presenting you in bringing you in <laughs> Vida y Vino. Huh. Hi everybody, you already know that voice. It's Juan Legend to my right. Oh, oh. the one and only. The How's one and truly. Ladies? How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? It smells like patchouli. We also have Phil Golden Corral. The felonious one himself. The felonious Phil. And off to the camera, if you can see him, it's the super producer. It's silent and deadly. Leonardo Da Vinci. Woo, I like that. <laughs> the Da Vinci of uh, Bud Gussin. The Da Vinci of producing. He's a renaissance man, man. He, he, he has a lot of talents. He's got that mustache of a renaissance man. Very nice, settling, catching any crumbs. And he's also clearly like Leonardo in the TMNT. You know, like that oh, yeah. would be him. Well, there's such many. There's so many famous Leonardos. There's Leonardo da Vinci, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, one's a famous actor. One's a, a a known person to what they quit. He quit. He breaks off with them when they're 25 or something. Yeah. He keeps getting a younger model. Hey, you don't need a. You don't also need a, a Renaissance man too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But we're off to a very exciting start. We're going to be talking a lot today. We're going to be talking about the new article from Yahoo Finance News. Talking about how 18 to 25-year-olds, 29-year-olds are still living at home. How nearly this affects 50% of Americans in the United States of America. What do you mean? That's not normal? I guess it's getting worse. It's becoming more prevalent. Huh. Mm-hmm. We're going to well, also be know. talking about things we look forward to in the upcoming weeks because it's coming down at the end of the year. That's the right. Yeah. A nice, uh, if it did fly by quick, I would have to say. That's right. And then last but not least, we're going to talk a little bit of a key update, I guess, on everybody's uh, current uh, careers in the food industry. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into all that nasty business, let's start something fun and fresh. The World Cup's coming up, and we're about to approach the finals here. Argentina versus France. Yeah, by the time you guys are listening to this or watching this, um, the finals will have already been done. Mm-hmm. Argentina or France will be the, you know, crown the new winners. Uh, what are your thoughts, boys? Uh, have you been keeping up close? Have you uh, been looking at any scores? Uh, did you play, uh, bet any money in this, like, era of sports betting? What are your thoughts? I should have because if I did, I would have lost a lot of money. I would have bet, bet all of them in Croatia. I just love a good underdog story. Okay. Especially once I heard they, like, genocided the Siberians. People from Serbia? What are they called? You fucking weirdo. You don't even know what you're saying. The Serbs? Well, what the about Serbs? you, Leah? Oh, like, I didn't bet any money, but I probably would have put it all. On who? Even though knowing they would have lost, I would pull it all in the U.S. and Mexico. Even though they were, like, eliminated yeah, right away. Lost, hey. yeah. That's so called loyalty, ladies you know, and gotta gentlemen. You got to have a hope. You got respect to respect that. Respect the North That's American a die hard. countries. That's a diehard right gotta there. Got to support the home team. Uh-huh. You can basically hear, like, a bald eagle and a golden eagle behind him. Insert eagle noise this year, Phil. I bet a lot of people would have been pissed that Ronaldo, whatever Ronaldo played for, Did you? they, they would have bet money on him and would have lost. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, if anybody did, they did lose. But anybody, anyways, how uh, close... Uh, have you guys been keeping track of this World Cup? If I've been at all? watching like a lot of the games, like yeah, especially because like, well, they've all been happening in the morning, and like since it's been slower at work, I just mm-hmm. put it on, just watch. What about you, Phil? 
You know, honestly, with all the controversies that it's f- happening in Qatar, or as I call it, Qatar, you know, uh, it's hard not to keep track to what's going on with the business and stuff like that. So, uh, well, uh, do, do you watch the games, though, pal? Oh, I mean, I saw highlights about it. Yeah. That's about it, though. And uh, I was surprised Argentina beat Croatia because I was saying that uh, the story of Croatia being the underdog story, it's hard not to, like, root for them. Well, and they uh, were uh, underdogs also the last World Cup. Were they really? Yeah, but they also made it to the finals. <laughs> wow. What was crazy was if Croatia somehow beat Argentina, it would have been the first time in, like, World Cup history where it was going to be, like, the same two teams playing each other twice in a row. Because, like, it was France and Croatia, the last World Cup in 2018. And if Croatia would have beat Argentina, it would have been France and Croatia at this World Cup. Well, I had no clue France was at the, world, at the last World Cup. How, what's their team now? Are they studs? Their team is incredible, Phil. They're the like, same team as last time, just Their team is incredible. Better. It's full of studs. <laughs> and, and they were all, like, young bloods last time they won like it. They were all, like, 18 so and 20. So now they're, and so now they're like... Wow. They're still, like... Like yeah, basically in their prime to younger, you know. So they're gonna wa- Dude, wa- mop it, the floor. In, in, my, in my opinion, France is like, like, oh, dude, they're just uh, the all stars, you know, like the the nineties the nineties Bulls, you know, like they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're they're awesome. They're just they got really their pimping, their Jordans, exactly. They're like, all in their prime too. They yeah. got a bunch of uh, Dennis Rodman's. And Argent Argentina is definitely the underdog. And, in wow. my outside soccer opinion, what is, do you think about that analysis, Leo? Since see, you like, clearly I, follow way closer like, than as all a of team, us. France is like super, super good. Like every team they've beat, they beat them like so. Like, like they've been like. There's no question that they should have won. Like, yeah, they're not like they, oh, they got this lucky match. or they got into like penalties. Yeah. No, like they're just so dominant. They yeah. just take everything over. They're they're honestly, the, best, the they're only thing best. keeping Argentina in there is like the fact that Messi wants to win so bad. Because he's been he's playing just, like crazy. He's putting it on his yeah. back. He's like making goals, making assists the way he's like running around players and everything. No, he's just like, he, he wants to win. Let's see who wants it more. Kind of reminds me of the, you know, the flu game, Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, great reference. Everything was against him, but he was like, hell no, I'm going to win this. I'm put everything on my back and I'm going to take it to victory. Because the way he's been playing is like, like crazy. Because everybody always knew he was like the best player, but he's like literally carrying this team on his back. Damn, I wonder if Messi is like how you said the Michael Jordan, like how he has like, everything against him, and like I wonder if he has like homophobia. I was like, I hate homophobia so much because all of the anti pride and all that stuff. He's yeah. like, this is for all my gay brothers, <laughs> just like kicking the ball out there and whatnot. Lionel Messi, hell yeah. Speaking of Lionel Messi from Argentina, we're gonna be pure willpower. Today's uh, v- uh, vino wine. That's right. Is a. Uh Support to our Argentinian brothers and sisters. Here's for the underdog story, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Here's for our brothers on the same hemisphere. Wow. Just by the smell of it, this is going to be really nice. How is it? It's pretty good. Like, it's pretty I, good? I'm going to be honest. Uh, to me, this tastes like Maldi. a penny. Ooh, I love pennies. It tastes like copper. I'm a penny pincher. It tastes metallic. I like to pinch penny. She doesn't like it, though. That's a joke, folks. Speaking of jokes... Never uh, mind, never mind. It's evolving. It's evolving. It's evolving? It's evolving into more like a a dark fruit thing, a little bit like a pepper spice. Wow. I'm loving this. What do you think, Phil? This is a good, like you said, pepper spice. Uh, Mm -hmm. It kind of bounces your mouth. Uh, This is what we're sipping on. It's a 2018 Malbec. Um, Uno. Uno. 
if you want to bring up the information there. Uh, Here you go, pal. Thank you. It's from Argentina, hence why we got this today, in mm-hmm. honor of our, our singularity. That's right, to support Messi. Oh, yeah. What's up, boys? They've been around for uh, about uh, almost 100 years, I believe. Is that right, Leo? Or, uh, I'm dyslexic, so 2008 looks like uh, 1808. 2018, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did want to say one thing, Take bro. me back to 2018. Um, even, even beyond um, all of this... You should totally take a look at uh, the French national team and watch them. Like, watching them play and the the skill that they have, like, over the ball and then, th- like, the way that their kicks have so much control mm-hmm. and their shots, how, like, the, the way that Mbappe has, like, that level of control and curve on it is it feels magical, dude. It feels like you're watching, like, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type shit, you know, wow. like... It's really fun. If it looks really special to be watching, so okay. like even as like a non-soccer fan, I do think you should like give yourself that treat, and especially, especially with this last a- match being, um, you know, uh, Messi's last uh, Golden or um, World Cup. I mean, well, even if you're not a big fan of soccer, it's just to uh, appreciate the athleticism that's yeah, being displayed, the skill, yeah, the proficiency, high level of skill, like this bottle. This Uno Malbec from uh, Argentina. You know, I, I like it. It's got a good taste to it. It's not so high in alcohol where it's it leaves not, your mouth dry, it's, right? It, to me, it's it's pretty uh, dry and, and not too sweet, which is pretty good. You know, that's kind of what you want from Malbec. You want it mm-hmm. earthy and approachable. I would have to give this out of the bro rating uh, four and a half. For a Malbec, we're, we've been hitting banger after banger after banger. With the Cabernets, with this, with the uh, the Komodo Dragon. You know what, Phil? I'm going to be honest. Mm. I'm going to go more like a three. Like more a, t- like a, three. a 2.8. Wow. Like, the, I I don't know. I've, I've, we've, uh, I've had and we've had some Malbecs on here that, in my opinion, are more memorable. Um, and I'm going to try searching one and, and gifting it to you for Christmas. All right. Oh, I'll look forward to that analysis when we get down to that one. But what about you, Leia? What do you think about this 2018 I mean, Malbec? I find it pretty good. I think I would be like also like 3.5 or somewhere around there just because like mm-hmm. it's like it kind of reminds me just like, you know, when you go to the bar and just get like a Bud Light, you know, nothing great. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it's always going to be good, but it's nothing like different. Reliable. Yeah, like all reliable. And sometimes those are the best, you know, you know, you're always there. Oh, yeah. Kind of like me in relationships. I ain't much to stare, but I'm reliable. Hello, ladies. I, I don't think any of them would say that. You think so? Hello, ladies. The reliability part? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know. Reliability. Mm. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm more reliable than 50% of Americans that, uh, that we're facing today. Uh, we were looking and talking about the uh, what to talk on the podcast today, and we found this article very interesting. First off, it being Yahoo, which is a debunk website. And it's funny they're the kind of trying to shame our generation. Pause, bro. Pause. Pause. Do that again, bro. But don't say we were looking up and this and that. No, no, this is more natural. I like this. I'm gonna keep this in too. We're we're gonna see. We're everyone see. So? Yeah. You think mm. so, Leo? The world needs to know our thinking process. Exactly. All right, fine. Genius doesn't just All right, happen. Go on, whatever. Let's keep going. Let's get this train back. I've been a big fan of train, like the band. 
I that's love a, train. That's a different podcast, though. So. Train's awesome. Hell yeah. I'll cheers to that one. Clank, clank. Cheers to Jupiter, baby. Hey, soul sister. Hey, there get, we go. Get hey, soul sister. Get a, a round of soy lattes ready. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get them from 50% of Americans that live with their parents, though. So, yeah. Because most of them are baristas. I would imagine the uh, most common uh, occupation for these you know, residents. All right, shut the fuck up, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Them and their liberal arts degrees. Uh, how, how about you read you read the article or the headline without giving your your opinion, buddy? Well, no, I do believe that this is like not a surprising thing. It should yeah. be, you know, uh, everything is increasing. I, I love harping on this, but it's like nearly eight dollars for four sticks of butter. You know, butter is getting expensive. Electricity getting expensive, especially hey, with Christmas. But and Christmas uh, the lights. prices of gas have recently dropped. Oh yeah, that's true, and they've dropped a lot. But let's uh, keep it. Let's keep it on the on, the on topic, though, bud. Um, let's, pal. Let's keep it on topic. Um, hey, what do you? What can, are? Can you zoom in a little bit more on that? What? My what eyes are, are pretty bad. Like, from an there international standpoint, what is what is your opinion with? Uh, and especially because this article brings it up, with the idea that like other first world. Um, countries and or luxury markets also have multi-generational homes where their parents are living with with their older child or something like that well if you look at the 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 gdp of like their current states right now i would say most of them is like a a migrant home so a lot of them are first generational college students first generational factory workers with health insurance you know first generational what does it have uh, to do with gdp what does gdp mean I thought GDP was like uh, that's like the country. What yeah, the country bro. makes the money? <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at the country of the United States, I would say most of it's immigrants now, right? It's, it's safe to say that. Not in no, like a, no, it's not <laughs> in a conservative way. It's not right. That's I mean, not right at all. I mean, my parents an immigrant, and I'm a first yeah. generational like yeah. health health insured worker. Yeah, but like most of the country isn't immigrants. Just because we are that story does not mean that that is what. <laughs> I, you know, the I, I believe is. we look at you know, the statistic that like a lot of them is first generational. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, like, like um, people that, that had like an Italian grandma type shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right? no, 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 no. I think there's like complete two different topics. Cause yeah, it's this, a different. Yeah. This has nothing to do with. Yeah, it's so. basically saying because the real estate market is too high, but it's like in other countries, <laughs> it's like the same thing. Because even if people in China are living with their parents, people in like Europe are living with their parents. This is in a GDP. <laughs> no, but listen to this guy, Tucker no. Carlson, bro. But it makes every, sense. So. Every little angle he can try is like, guys, uh, we got too many immigrants. There's always been immigrants. I mean, we're product of immigrants. I'm not saying this in a negative tone. I'm saying that in my family, I'm a first generational yes, bro. health and care but, insurance worker. But how many people around you that you grew up with, dozens of people were not like you? Many. 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 Most <laughs> most of the people that you okay. ran into. I, I see what you You, mean you are an anomaly. You are not the rule. You're the outsider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I bet you if we asked them, they would say the same thing you're saying now. That they're that the, you're outsider. the outsider. Yeah, that... They're the outsider. I mean, it's isn't it like the statistic that only like thirteen percent of America is like Hispanic, and out of that, it's only like four percent are immigrants. Oh, is that really? <laughs> I would not doubt it. Whoa. It's not that many immigrants. But you just see it on TV all the time. Well, I'm <laughs> saying that, that why so many parents. I don't know. 
This is not, not making bro, any bro, sense bro. now. No, no, no. It's I will no the first generational part, bro. It's because in your head you have like a different set of stats that you're working under that you think is like no, no, no. It's probably like forty percent, fifty percent are immigrants, right, guys? I just figured that's what the status were. You know, no, it's yeah. not. Everyone's struggling. You know, everyone's you know. Finally made it. Fifty, Phil. We're a country of almost like three hundred and fifty mil. Do you think that one hundred and fifty million people are immigrants, aka half the population of Chicago? When you go there, all right. There's one thing that says like, although nearly four in ten millennials living at home say their parents charge them rent, they said they were charged less than five hundred dollars a month when to get a room. Like, the national median monthly rent right now is uh nineteen eighty. Same for wow. a room. No, that's according to rent.com. I'm pretty sure that's counting like the big cities all in one Yeah, but group. this is also from Yahoo. Oh, so. that's a, a national median rent, not mm. just for a room. Um, wow. Well, you have monthly rent. That, that's yeah, without you yeah, that, that makes sense, yeah, because you're going to have to, you don't get to just rent a room for the most part. Yeah, but, you have to yeah. rent the whole facilities, yeah. And that's without um, utilities either. But yeah, I mean, like that, that opens up the question. What are you thinking about? What are we thinking about that? Like, like we've been fucking screwed by. The real estate market, since you know all of us turned eighteen, it's it hasn't necessarily always been the most affordable. No, to it's, like live it's cheaper on your to own. get a mortgage right now than yeah. to get rent. You just gotta have like 50 amazing years of credit history. Exactly, amazing credit. <laughs> Fifty years of credit history, and then like twenty thousand dollars for down payment. And if you got shit credit, you gotta have a lot of capital to even bet against yourself. It's just working again. You know, it's 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 rigged against us. But the, the, it is crazy the, how like mortgages are really cheaper than rent, but like you just can't get it. No. And r- and right now mortgages aren't even as cheap as they used to be. Like right now mortgages have gone up because of the interest rates. Like interest rates have gone up to like six percent, seven percent, shit like that. Even mm-hmm. though it used to be two, three, one, like two, three years ago. Um, you know, ma- making it a lot more expensive to have a monthly mortgage. Or you having your interest rate jacked up if you had an adjustable one, um, but yeah, like there, it's it's not easy. But uh, no, for uh, another on a different topic, like well, see, I feel like this is another uh, you know product of like us trying to s- save money for the uh, the real estate market because I could name like half of my friends that still live with you know their parents and they well over have you know easily over fifty thousand dollars in their bank account. But, you know, even with that, that's like in this market because they're per diem contract. If you're work construction and get per diem, you're you know what? You know, even you guys who make good money still live at your parents' house and just make so much more. Okay. I mean, that's that's one well, way then, to do it, though. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm going to have to bleep all that out. No, though, it, so it like, is. But, but for the conversational flow and for us to understand what you mean, mm-hmm. like that makes sense. Um, But what I was going to say is like, yeah, like we we also have a lot of friends um that are younger or cousins that are uh, uh younger and still live at home but have like really good jobs where they are making really good money each month and they could move out and they're making they improvements. yeah they choose not to for you know because they're saving up for a house a lot of the times that's what it is like mm-hmm. people don't want to leave until they have it like ready to move into their house you and know? there's some situations where some of the the, the the children or the cousins or the people that are working those good jobs make improvements to the house thus increasing their value to the real estate which is all you know because like like 
this guy over here. Like me or like we were trailer park boys right now, right? What's up? And I bet you a lot of the generational like our you know people our age still went back to the trailer park and like made improvements. I can name six different trailers where I grew up. I've got a trailer park boy story right for you in a little bit. See what I mean? They made like beautiful decks, beautiful awnings. Just you know, they already have a bunch of cars because who knows how they got those cars? I'm not gonna say how. It's because a lot of people live there, you Momo. No, no, they had some side hustles. God bless them. I'll say that's all I'll say. All right, but 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 most of the time it is because a lot of people live there. Yeah, yeah, and just. Them saving money, yeah. living at home, because a lot of them are immigrants, like us. Yeah. Um, See, I was able to tie it in, God damn it. Tucker all the way. Psych. No, it's all right. You can lean into your Tucker personality. We want to yeah. see the real you. I'm more of a Sean Hannity kind of guy. <laughs> oh, so more of a blockhead, fo- like football guy dope? I'm more thumb. thumb. I like my guys to look like thumbs. You're speaking thumb? Yes. With, with a toupee on? No, you don't have enough cop energy to be a speaking thumb. Sean Hattery alive. Uh, Leo, I was going to ask you real quick. Can you um, like double check all of the cameras and make sure they're still good? Um, but like me and you, let's uh, keep it going, and I, I'm probably find a way to move on from this in a second. Yeah, no, it's tough because like you know, even people our age, you know, try to hook up, try to date. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Bring them home. You know, you can't get dirty and nasty because that's sinful. You know? That is true. Um, people find a way around though. Like, I like people are dirty dogs, bro. People yep. use cars, hotels, Airbnbs, use hotels, like all sorts of ways. Public Churches, bathrooms, mm-hmm. Le- um, dressing since, rooms. Since we were speaking about um, the trailer parks and all that stuff, I find Leo. Have you uh, heard anything about um, our old trailer park neighborhood on Creek Road? How Dino got a bunch of people kicked out. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Okay, so like, let me let me fill in the crowd. Okay, okay. So, um, Leo and I, and Phil is aware of the same um, trailer park because he used to visit a lot. Mm -hmm. But I used to live in a in a the same neighborhood in a trailer park on the same street. We were like um, next door neighbors, right across the street from each other. And I was next door neighbor with a crazy ass like Italian dude from Chicago who was like really skinny, smoked a lot, drank a lot. He had that like sucked in face where you you could like kind of see his his cheeks, and he was bald just to give you a visual, All right? He was like very much like a Dale Gribble body, but Italian. He, but Italian. Okay. And also like he used that as his like as his like hall pass to be really racist to like. All his Mexican neighbors, bro. Because, mm-hmm. like, he would tell me. Because he's like, you speak English. You get me. You get me. And, like, in his, like, two minutes of sobriety, like, that he would have in between, like, well, while having a conversation with me. Because he was, like, most of the time he was fucking drunk. But uh, this motherfucker would always just talk shit about, like, Mexicans or, like, his one or two Mexican neighbors and say, oh, this guy, this or that. They need to go back. You know, like, the... Classic laundry list that you guys have heard. Like, um, why the hell do they have a rooster like, yeah, at six uh, in the morning? Uh, or like, because uh, a lot of them had roosters at six in the morning. Not at the trailer park. At my trailer park. <laughs> I'm your trailer park though is way more rural, bro. In Clinton, yeah. well, we lived in a nice trailer. Yeah, park. we lived in a like where they have paved roads. You know, a pond. Christmas we had a beautiful lights. pond with little fishies. <laughs> have a bunch of little Mexican kids fight wow. each other in front of the pond, throwing wow, back swings and all that stuff. 
That happens everywhere. Yeah, wherever there's little Mexican kids, there's going to be always little fights. But anyway, anyways, this, this motherfucker um, has had, like we had lost touch. We moved out a few years ago. And this guy had recently and back then would also do this, would brandish a gun at people, bro. He would straight right, Leo. Am yeah. I getting that right? Um, he he would brandish a gun at people, and he he would get um the cops called on him. He would get the office called on him like multiple times. When and I, it, was this a bit? No, this, this sounds is, like a funny bit. This isn't a bit. No, and I'm drunk. Look at my gun. You know? No, 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 no. It wasn't some Randy Marsh type shit. It was like <laughs> it was like if you come around here, I'll shoot you type shit. Like he oh. would like tell people. He would threaten people. He was the OG George Zimmerman. He was like, no, I'm stand was, my ground. It, it was more like, like, uh, what's oh, the, the, the old white couple with the pistol when they're no, riding? No, what's the old director who yelled at Obama on a chair? Oh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood with yeah. the Korean dude. Oh, from uh, Gran Torino. Yes, it's more like that. Yeah, he got a little pistol. But but he's a lot. But with a real gun, more of a loose cannon, and yeah, with a real gun. Yeah, instead of doing the little, he's using a real gun. Yeah. Like, but dude, this guy got like five families like kicked out. Why? Because like they all kept uh, saying that this guy's crazy. He keeps threatening us. And oh, I thought he called like ISIS or something no, 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 no. like that. No, he and the and the office kicked them all out, because instead of like l- trying to see what happened in this, yeah, they oh, kicked. But they telling you left? Yeah, they kicked him okay. out, but they also kicked out like all four or five of his neighbors that would like call the cops or tell anybody. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up. It's fucked up that that ha- that the consequences of speaking up in retaliation. But, like, if you look at the grand scheme of things, trailer parks are, like, gone now. All these third parties, like Black BlackRock or Blackgate, whatever they're called, all these real estate third parties are buying up these trailer parks. And, like, either, A, if the trailer park manager had kicked them out, some third-party company would have gone in there and, like, oh, we're going to raise rent by 300% from $900 to $1,800. I mean, the medium uh, rent is $1,800, right? God forbid knows what the, what a trailer is now, probably twelve hundred, probably what you paid for a townhouse years ago. So I mean, it sucks that you know you would speak up against uh, threats of aggression towards your, yeah. you and your family. But if threats of aggression is not going to get you out of the trailer park, then it's going to be Wall Street. So uh, very unfortunate. But well, fuck you for bringing down my mood. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, money talks, man. Yeah, it sucks. Damn. When did you become the straight man, dog? Damn, bro. Well, Look at you. My my mom was the uh, victim of that. You know, the whole That's true. transition That's true. of so trail like park and all that stuff. So close to your heart. That was Lake Geneva. That's right. So, and the worst yep. part about trailer parks is that most of them own the trailer. Like, yeah. They it, just don't own the land that they're on. No. Yep. But then they can't move it a lot of the times because... You got to eat the cost. That's eat the right. cost or pay like... Fourteen thousand dollars to move it, or something about that. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to our last and probably funnest segment, our food segment. We're all still currently working in the food and beverage industry, or in some sort, in one of those industries. In some type of capacity. Yeah, in some type of capacity, whether that be front of house, back of house, yep. production. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we what, are bro tastes. Yep. That's right. Uh, what are your thoughts, Leo? You should start us off. What are? Why are you still in the industry? What are your pros? What are your cons? Um, do you see yourself in it next year or the next two years? Well, I mean, first off, out of the three of us, the, you two guys are in the restaurant business, right? That's I'm, right. I'm more of a factory mass production. Yep, you're so more on the production side. Production, but it's all, yeah. it's all food. It's oh, all yeah, food. yeah, yeah no, definitely, definitely. But, but you guys get to have more fun with it. I'm, you know, in yep. there begrudgingly <laughs> making it. You guys yeah. get to, you know, but, play but, around. Yeah, there's probably more engineering, though, and, like, like science and MSG on your side, though. That is true. A little We'd more of that, like magic powder, like that with like cocaine in it or whatever the fuck, like mm-hmm. food scientists are making for us. Um, but yeah, and I'm, I'm sure both sides have uh, different loopholes and leeways. You know, different places to take a nap and <laughs> go and deal us and you know all this stuff. But yeah, anyways, Leo, what are your thoughts? Well, for me personally, like I don't know. Every year, I always keep saying I'm not gonna go back. <laughs> I always end up going back to like a restaurant. What are you front back in the house? No, I'm a I'm a line cook. Like, line cook. Oh, so you're yeah. in the kitchen. You're yeah. sweating it out. Yeah, and it's like it is stressful, but at the same time, like I've worked other jobs and jobs where you just kind of what by yourself with your thoughts. I can't do. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. <laughs> like you're like at first you're like, oh dude, this is so much easier on my body and everything. And then like after like two weeks, I'm like, dude, I talked to like no one for like eight hours a day. I'm just here like listening to <laughs> music and a podcast. And then you can only do that so many times. And eventually you're like, dude, I'm getting kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Like I miss just messing around with like your friends. You're sitting like mm-hmm. talking to someone because yeah. like because I was like you miss the locker room talk. Yeah. yeah. You can only listen to Sean Hannity for so long. Yeah, it's like because even when I work like. Because I did, like, multiple things, but, like, the two that I was, like, at the most mm-hmm. was, like, when I was cleaning boats, like, over the winters, I would, like, clean boats and, like, scrub them. But you kind of just get on a boat by yourself and scrub the whole thing, and they bring you down the boat, and you just scrub the whole thing. So you're just by yourself all day, and it's like, damn, it kind of sucks. It sucks, <laughs> but I do like cleaning, because you get, like, you do see the end process. Yeah. I like something that you can see the yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, there's something, like, meditative about that. Kind of like washing dishes. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I do you see yourself in it like in the next year or two? Like I honestly probably just because like it's like it's something that is like fun, dude. Like it can be so much fun just being in the kitchen, like the music's playing, like yeah, you're, like it gets hopped, like eventually, like you get do like a rush and you're like making new things and like trying new things. And, like, do you ever see yourself like trying to be in more of like a avant-garde like restaurant establishment or like? a more chefy type position or do you like it more like that lucy like pirate crew type of style like, where you guys are just kind of having fun with it and you can put on the radio in the kitchen because you know there's not places where it might be too nice yeah, to have yeah. a radio in the kitchen i don't know i don't know if i like see myself working somewhere nice like that just because it does seem like way more stressful than that is because at the end of the day it is just food i don't know why yeah. it has to be super stressful but i do want to eventually like make my own things like yeah see i'm surprised you say you work in the well, kitchen because you don't really have like a drug problem so like <laughs> when you say you're, you're a line cook like you, what do you pretty, mean you're pretty well around he hits that nick stick like no other bro what yeah but mean? that's that's vapor yeah i'm talking about like these cooks are like that's true they're putting more than vapor that's up their true. nose and shit like that's that that's true they're little truffle pigs. Yeah. It's yeah. stressful, but it's not that stressful either. Yeah. <laughs> like it's only during the summer it'll be hot, but at the end of the day, dude, like, you know what? I don't need not, meth. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I need. You know, I just don't go need get speed. A, a couple beers after working, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And also, just because like, 
Like, if I could have, like, even, like, a food truck, like, kind of make your own things, like, that'd yeah. be, like, so much fun. Because it is really just nice and fun just, like, making your own things and, like, cooking it and, like, selling it. Yeah. Cause, like, I have a friend that used to uh, work in a food truck for, like, a couple of years out in California. I have to sneak her on here, sneak her in here. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the tales of flipping tacos and Dude, that'd be making awesome. taco Fuck meats yeah. in, a, in a little tra- taco Especially truck. Like, Especially in California a lot. Even though, like, most days are similar, sometimes you get to experience, like, completely different things. Like, we, I've gotten a chance to, like, go cook at weddings and, like, bring, like, especially, like, working around the lake and all these, like, rich people will, like, literally, like, hire us to, like, go catering to their house or, like, set everything up, make some of the things there. You know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Right in front of the lake. And then, like, you do a lot more different things than just, like, other jobs that I had where it's literally just in one place, one thing, same thing every day. And this is that simple, right? Yeah. And but also, like... I was going to say, simple is also stuff. really chefy. like, in my opinion. They're pretty fucking, like... They're setting trends, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They're not, like... Well, they're a reputable place in yeah, the area. and they're, they're like... They're staple. always staying, like, with the seasonal menu. Like, they're yeah, doing I don't fresh... Like that. Fresh local ingredients. Keep it traditional. Quit being, you know, artsy, farty. That's right. Yeah. Fuck that. (laughs) If my marinara didn't come out of a can, I don't want it. Send it back. Exactly. If my Alfredo didn't come out of a can, send it back. If my ribeye ain't hard and dry, I don't send it back. If there's no gabagool on top of the salad, send it back. Hey, that sounds like your neighbor. They got uh, got ousted from the trailer (laughs) park. Pow, pow, gabagool. Gabagool. But Leo, like you were saying, you don't have a drug problem and you like to unwind with a couple of beers, which is kind of your department when it comes to the restaurant side. The beers, drinks, you're more of a flair. You're like the Elton John of restaurants. You know, you're all flair, flamboyant, you're out there, you know. Harmony, <laughs> you know. I disagree 100%. You're you're conductor. Dude, you create you you are the master symphony of the of the entire night of the restaurant I, I like to think of myself as an explorer as a um curator of international flavors a by curator much like elton john no you fucking <laughs> sir elton john weirdo god but uh, you gotta you gotta flip everything phil god but god but i like to think of myself as a curator of international flavors i like to uh, me being a foodie, um, my approach is very much um, to bartending has like kind of been opened up to me in the last year, especially after um, I'm approaching it much more full time mm. um, where like my approach has just been. I feel I was telling somebody this the other day. I feel like um, I'm a Charmander evolving into my second evolution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like the chains were ripped off me. And now that I like approach it on a more much more full-time basis like my brain engages with it like with so much more creativity and like juice on that part like i'm i'm creating drinks that like five years ago i would have or a few years ago i would have like never thought about you know what i mean i'm doing like infusions on infusions like homemade syrups we're getting buying our own still I don't know. It's a lot of fun. I feel like Willy Wonka this year. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, not, um, not only are your skills in that increasing, like you said, evolutionalized, but your interests and in different techniques, like you just described. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like the different types of mediums. Like I'm never in five years, like we were talking a couple episodes ago, uh, with the episode of uh, Netflix, the Drink Master, whatever mm-hmm. that's called, Ultimate Drink Master. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that would never been on our radar, you know, five that's years right. ago, right when you were your Charmander. 
Are you what you Charizard? Ex- well, that, I'm more. I feel like a Charmeleon, but hopefully not too long, and it'll it'll be Charizard. Mm-hmm. But even then, I, right now, like, dude, I'll fucking chew up any local bar right now. <laughs> like, I have no doubt in my mind that we are like one of the most interesting bars and like interest avant-garde, like trend-setting bars. Whether that be right in Milwaukee or in Chicago, like. Madison, even yeah, ma- it, well, no doubt. I think we would go to the bat with like most places in Milwaukee and Madison, Chicago. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll won't like talk to us up that much, but there's definitely a lot of places out there that are incredible and they probably do it better. But and, and Madison I- and uh, Milwaukee, no doubt. Like I've been there, I've seen the best. Like we we'll, we go toe to toe with them. You know, like, well, this is not just skills and like you got to be proficient and but yeah. socially you have to be able to carry a good conversation, get in there, make me forget about my wolves. You know, if you know, my mistress is cheating on me with her John. Dude. And, you know, speaking of that lately, I've had so many fucking like customers. Oh, I thought you were going to say John. No, so many <laughs> customers, whether that be men and women, mm-hmm. cheat on their partners in front of me. Like. Yeah. Yeah, really? like so it, it's been happening so much lately. Yeah. Like I can specifically remember a lady who took out a a dude um like you're in front of us and she, so the first night she got there, she was speaking to a young man who had come with a friend of mine to the bar and it was her first time there. She was like in her 40s, this dude is like 20. And, like, she was talking to him. And then one day later, she just talked to him. They all went their separate ways. One day later, she takes out a date and has a, a, a guy who had right there, like, a property, this and that. And another day, the, another day, she's, like, calling a dude in front of me and then telling me that the guy from before was her cousin or something like that. And, like, I've had that interaction happen so many times where, they, like, a similar interaction would happen. Somebody will take out a partner in front of me. And then they'll tell me, oh, no, 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 that was just my sister. That was, like, my cousin. Like, mm-hmm. like that was that. This is my real partner. And I yeah. it's, oh, you fucking liars. At least you know? be honest. Yeah. Like, that's my dog wife right yeah, there. Yeah, at least slide me a 20, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Jesus. It's all these tourists come over here to fornicate. Yeah. For real. I want Dude. my lake clean. <laughs> <laughs> I want my gene pool pure. Dude, you know, um, look this up, Leo. You're going to want to look this up. Delavan was founded as a purity colony type shit like they wanted the mormons or what no no no. i believe by like uh uh, pilgrims or uh the dude on on the oatmeal what's what's Um, his religion quakers Quakers, i I believe um but odin quakes delavan uh was founded uh due to or with a vision of it being um alcohol free and like a tempest zone so I don't know, this, like, this exactly motherfucker is right. But I'm also seeing that it was uh, established due to its ability to support circus horses and other animals. Look, oh, yeah, because the, the look, look up circus. Al- look up Delavan founded alcohol free. The movie, The Greatest uh, Showman on Earth, is that's based right. on the Bonobo, Bonobo, whatever the fucking guy name is. Dude, that circus was Barnum, started baby. in Delavan, and they never mentioned in the movie. I watched the whole movie thinking, so, like, nope. Oh, 
They're going to mention it. Like, it literally started in Delavan. It was like the most famous circus of all time. And it started I, here in Delavan. I thought they were going to mention the, the little people fighting. They had like <laughs> little people rings and like they would take advantage of these people, like these disabled people and like have two people with like disabilities fight each other. Or do or the fact that the big elephant downtown killed like four people. And we just have a big statue of him now. <laughs> he went crazy and killed like a bunch of people. Peace <laughs> offering so he doesn't come back alive. Pissed off. Spirit of a giant elephant. Damn, that's nuts. But I can totally see. I, see, it's ironic. If it was meant to be a pure like state, now it's turned into like the beer state. You know. I don't know. I didn't say state. It's not, I was, the city had that. Oh, vision. Delvin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. It, it, anyways, it's not that interesting. We can move on. <laughs> um, well, for those yeah, for those who little, don't know that little like, town shit, you know, we have a couple of foreign listeners that don't who know that like the area of Delvin and like might be familiar with the greatest showman on earth. The bottom beer circus guy that like he traveled, he was world known. He was a con man, you know. Oh yeah, P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum, that's his name. Thank you so much. The original Trump. I was just call him Oppenheimer or whatever the guy who made the bombs. <laughs> what are you even saying? Oppenheimer. I've been wondering what you're saying. Oppenheimer. Am I saying that right? Uh, anyways, um, also fill us in on like the world of WWE, Phil. What's oh, going on? But real quick, just so you guys know, the the mustard tree in Delavan is uh, dying. We have oh, a, that's a civil war that's tree. A civil war tree. Oh, what I love we, civil we, war. What um, about the civil war? Delavan had a had a tree where mm-hmm. they all um met like the union volunteers all had to meet at the railway station right under the tree. There's even this really um popular poem that uh, Leo yeah, just scrolled yeah, yeah. past Here, called the mustard like, tree. Let's uh let's let's take a gander for the listeners at home. And I think tree. if this one is the last one in Wisconsin. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I read that somewhere. Let me check. Here, zoom in there. I want I want to read the poem for these good people. I'll I'll, I'll say in my good uh, a union voice. This is the mustard tree. The railroad station. <laughs> I well, I can't even do it. I'm I'm messing up here. Let me take two about that, folks. Thank you for being so patient with me. The mustard tree. The railway station stood at ease, and walked there to see. The lads was somber. Stop. Stop. We should we should have known your dyslexic ass wouldn't have been able I can't to. I can't read that. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. The railway station stood at ease and waited there to see the lads with somber destinies who gathered beneath the mustard tree. The city boy and country kid of every pedigree with a fear a feature to be hid by rookies of the mustard tree. The noisy train was belching high, its smoke impatiently, as wives and mothers kissed goodbye, the warriors of the mustard tree. So off they went, learned to fight, the rabs of General Lee, not knowing whether wrong or right, but sent there from the mustard tree. By lead and bloody bayonet, with death a referee, through battles will ne'er forget, went troops of Lincoln's muster tree. Well, some returned and some did not, but chronicles agree. The hall would never be forgot by veterans of the muster tree. And if you'll look, it still survives, imbued with history and grieves for those who gave their lives the proud and lonely muster tree. By uh, That beautiful muster tree poem was made by Larry Phillips. Which stands mute and uh, void now because the mustard tree is dying. God damn! Wow, that's uh, that's powerful. 
Phil just found out about this tree, but now we're sad. Yeah, very sad. Sixty-five. <laughs> oh my god, that tree is more than two hundred and seventy years old. Why is it dying? Because of Joe Biden? No, it's got a disease, and it's sixty-five percent dead, and oh, it no. is not recoverable. So you damn diseases. Well, that's a pretty somber note, but you know, for those who or learning more about where we come from, our roots, our uh, international listeners. Uh, yeah, Delvin, home of the uh, the mustard tree that is slowly dying. Home of the, um, what's it called? The BT Abolitionists, Barnum. the Phoenix Brothers. Um, Wait, what, what are the Phoenix Brothers? They are... Is that why the middle school is named Phoenix yeah, Middle School? Yeah. Wow. Delvin has a huge um, abolitionist history, uh, underground railroad type shit. I, honestly... This whole time, I thought we were really into astrology. I was like, we're the Phoenix Comets. We love the meteors. And, like, <laughs> Delavan's really, like, science uh, Delavan was helping a lot in getting uh, African-Americans to get free to Canada. That's right. Whoa. Also, Janesville. Um, there's a house in Janesville called the Lincoln Tallman House mm-hmm. um, that's been currently being restored. Um, it, I believe it was a stop on the Underground Railroad. But if it was not that, I know 100% that Lincoln did, like, a uh, rally there. Um, okay. And that he stopped there a few times. It has some significance yeah. to the freedom of the emancipation. Yeah, but the point is, there's a lot mm-hmm. of really cool abolitionist history. Like, I mentioned it to you guys here uh, once on the podcast, the Abraham Lincoln um, camped on Turtle Creek. Oh, nice. I told you that, right? That oh. he was That he would canoe... Um, through the Rock River and into Turtle Creek um, and, like, talk to the natives, and he would camp on Turtle Creek. Holy crap. Because right where, like, Turtle Creek is, there's a Carver's Rock, which has been dubbed as Penis Park a couple years ago. Why? Well, because much of what we were talking about, how, like, 18 to, like, 29-year-olds are living with their parents, 50% of Americans are. Uh, a lot they, of the, a they lo- gotta get it on, baby. What's yes, up, and bro? that's why it was called Petersburg because oh. homosexuality was deemed like a criminal offense. So, like a lot of people, a lot of males were caught having uh, sex <laughs> in the Stop. park. Yes, that's dope. That's why they call it Petersburg in Carver's Rock and Rock County. That's so cool that we have a legendary park like that. A hundred percent. Yeah, if you type in Google, you can look up the stats of like Petersburg, uh, Carver's Rock. But it would make sense because Turtle Turtle Creek, it's right there. Abe Lincoln, rumored to be gay. No. Yes. You, you, have you heard about this? No, the, really? The rumor Abe Lincoln I, was I, gay? I had heard a rumor that he was half black. What? That yeah. That's Thomas Jefferson, brother. No, that I mean, look at his hair. It's like tight and curly. Oh my god. And and also he was very tall. I gotta like, I, I gotta cut that. You know, and very athletic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was out there boxing. Wasn't bears. he like an all-state wrestler? Yeah. I know Lincoln was an incredible le- wrestler, supposedly. Can, can we look up if he was gay or not? Because I think he was gay. Okay, we're, there, we're, did, we're asking too many things to look up. Right there now. was Wait. definitely rumors that uh, Abe Lincoln was gay because he never, like, he would write, he shared a bed with a dude. There's, he, okay. did, he shared bed with a dude. I'm almost positive. He spoke very, like, I'm He bad. was married and had four kids. But his wife was very, you know, he could have done better. And he did by a dude. I don't know. This no, they a, all like. Yeah, I'm not really sure. You know, finding homosexual uh, trends by the New York all right, Times. All right, you know what? For this will be your um your assignment. 
for next episode, try to find some evidence of this. And you present it to the group, and we will give you a thumbs up. Right or there, debunking the myth that Lincoln was gay. Well, yeah, debunking, bro. <laughs> I swear he shared bed with his commander. Yeah, it says so right there in the first. Go up, in the first line, right above the the picture of the author. Please tell me when we have the podcast that so you shorten this stuff, right? Yeah, well, there, there's a this, this no, but there, there's a whole Republican caucus where like they're pro gay. They're called the Lincoln Party or the Lincoln Log, the Log Cabin, which represents Abe Lincoln. Look at, uh, they mentioned this in American Dad. There's a whole Republican caucus about gay Republicans, and like they call themselves the Lincoln Party or the Lincoln Logs or some bullshit like All that. All right, well, which I think it's pretty. Presented to us off off or uh, for next week. Have a few links for us to read, and we'll talk it's, about it then. Hold on, but it, it, it's too hard to present right now. Phil. True. Okay. Okay. It would, like we, it would be not make for good radio. I'll present the uh, the clip from American Dad right here. Hopefully that gets copyrighted. No, no, don't do that. We won't like, get copyrighted. It's American Dead. We're Americans. I'm pretty sure. Did you find gay works. gay Lincoln? Was he gay? Yeah, well, all that said was just like how much? What's on the? They had a wife and kids, room. and just shared a bed with his friend, but never said they're. Oh like, wait, wait! He shared a bed with his friend. It did. I told you with guys. A, his that male day. friend. It did. It said he, for four years. Yeah, but like, like everyone shares a bed with their male friend. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You you shared a bed with Louise. Yeah. For one night. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Abe Lincoln over here. Thank you, folks, for another exciting episode of Vida y Vino, brought to you by the Bro Tastes Network. Uh, tune in next week as we run down the uh, big episode, the last episode of the year, I believe. If not, then one of the second close to it. Uh, we're going to go down the end of the year best list, the best of the best, best movies, best in video games. Best, best media of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Best, best comics. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you most into? Stavros Halkias. Best pornos. Album. Album. Damn right. Yep. Damn right. Exactly. Kanye. Tune, tune in next week. It's going to be a very exciting episode. And uh, thank you all for being so patient. Like and subscribe wherever you can. And uh, see you all next week.